and Kreuzer to episode 108 of Alternative Wales, the podcast. Uh, this previous weekend, uh, the EFL kicked off. Um, but this podcast will mainly um, be looking ahead to the Cymru Premier season starting this uh, coming weekend. So to do that, uh, we've got Tommy Kaus. Um, Tommy, we'll get on to Wrexham shortly. I feel like we've got to talk about it, but first and foremost, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay, right? I've had two days to recover from uh, what has been the most shattering disappointment of my entire life, uh, Wrexham <laughs> losing. But uh, but yeah, that's, that's classic Wrexham, mate. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, all good though, mate. Good stuff. And we've got um, Aberystwyth um, legend, um, the leader of uh, the always feared um, and respected Abbasol crew, um, Gwilym Hughes. Uh, Gwilym, I thought I'd get you on to at least have someone, um, you know, fight for Abba's corner on this podcast. Um, so welcome. Yeah, cheers, right? Yeah, I'm uh, obviously glad to do it because I'm just trying to find out where the 2025 Champions League finals had it, you know, not that I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got to do it for us in Europe. And another thing we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on throughout. Uh, because we should start at Wrexham before we get in uh, to the nuts and bolts of the Cymru Premier. Um, Nathan Davis, friend of the pod, asked the question. He said, albeit it's one game, but are the expectations still as high as they were before going into the MK Dons game? Or is there a sense of panic buys looming? You know, have people lost their minds a little bit after the first game, or is it still, you know, early day or yeah. early days? I I always I always find it like uh, quite funny uh, the the concept of panic buying because like panic <laughs> buying to me is like you know what I mean? like get get Adiakim buy in do you know what I mean? But, uh, uh, yeah, I I think we'll. We'll be all right, mate. I'm I'm still confident. I still I still stick by all the predictions I've sort of given out. I think mm. I went for third, uh, didn't I, uh, yeah. last week? I, I'm I stick by that. I think it's you know it's it's one game. Um, you sort of look at it and look back at it in the cold light of day. Uh, MK Dons were just so clinical in front of goal. They 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 didn't really have a lot of the game. We we had I think I'm pretty sure we had like sixty odd percent possession. Um, but yeah, no credit credit to MK Doms. They look very good. Uh, I don't enjoy uh, crediting them too much. That football <laughs> club, but but no, they were they were very impressive. They've got some really good strikers. Wrexham just uh, sloppy at the back, but I think they'll learn from that. And I, I've got to say as well, I don't think the pre-seasons really helped. Uh, you know, flying. Mm to different coasts in America and stuff like that. And um, and obviously we've got James McLean to come in now as well. Mullin to come back. We'll be fine, right? We'll be fine. We just have to, you know, just bounce back as quick as we can, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, that's enough EFL out of the way. Um, in other news, I, a, a big shout out to Merthyr, I guess, for um, their win on the weekend. The only Welsh team to win on Saturday. Cardiff couldn't quite hang on on Sunday. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss how all the sides um, have started the season next week. This this podcast is all about the upcoming Cymru Premier season. Um, so we're going to make some uh, predictions that will no doubt come back to haunt us come the end of the season and probably annoy um, various parts of Wales uh, in in the, um, in the interim. Uh, how we're going to do it, we're going to sort of go team by team, really, and sort of discuss where each team is at, uh, how they're shaping up, and then we'll make a, a call and, and we'll see how um, how similar we all are and see if we're all on the same page. So seeing as um, Aberystwyth is top of the uh, alphabet, um, we're going to start with them. 
uh, Aberystwyth Town, uh, still uh, overseen by Anthony Williams, uh, Taff. Um, plenty of ins, quite a few outs. No one really of note leaving Cameron Allen and um, Niall Flint, I guess, are the two um, big names leaving. Dave Jones coming in from Newtown, uh, Bill Cornish coming in from the New Saints. Gwilym, seeing as you are the Abertown fan here, how are you feeling ahead of um, of the season? Um, def- definitely more confident than last season because I think <laughs> last season, season before we finished well under Corpus Sera and it felt like Euro building and then we had the span of the works of him leaving halfway through pre-season and then kind of like Taft being drafted in quite slowly and then not getting the signings we wanted in with him with enough time to build. So yeah, it, it feels more stable, more steady and we're not getting out. So yeah, Flint's a big loss and then it's kind of like fans' favourites, a couple of left, but fans' favourites more down to you know, down to passionate, more passionate play or, you know, like last minute winners rather than rather high quality players. So, um, yeah, we'd look, we've strength, we definitely look stronger post pre-season than we did last season. So, uh, yeah, no reason not to be confident. What do you, what do you, what do you make of it, Kaus? I, I think from my perspective, it's not necessarily um, Arba getting worse, but everyone getting better around them. Yeah, that's I, my that's worry. Exactly. Though. That's exactly what I've said, uh, right, with my prediction there. Really, um, I'm glad Gwill's confident. I, you know, I'm better a team. I don't mind. I don't mind saying. I'm not just saying it because Gwill's on there a team. I've got a lot of time for, um, you know, believe them and maybe Newtown. The only, the only ever presence in the league is is that right? We've played one more than Newtown because uh, they played one less when the season got curtailed for COVID. Ah, right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, as I say, um, you know, our better team got a lot of time for a good fan base. Uh, but I think it's going to be another struggle for them this year. And like you said, right, just completely agree with you. I think, um, you know, it's it's purely because of teams getting better uh, around them. And, you know, mm. I, I uh, earlier in this summer, uh, before I did uh, my research, as you know, I, you know, I know my north northern sides. I don't know my southern sides that well. And, you know, people are quite happy to point to me that people like Pontypridd have strengthened massively. Um, so, so yeah, I think um, I think just the fact that they're going to rise out of that that battle perhaps this year, um, it's going to be a tough old season perhaps. But I, I hope I'm wrong. I genuinely do because there's certainly uh, two or three sides I'd like to see go down ahead of Abed. But um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a shame. But um, I'm going to have to tip him to go. I'm afraid. Yeah, and mm. I've I've debated this a lot of of basically I think there's three sides that are probably weaker than um than the rest in this division, Abba being one of them. And I don't really know which order they go down in. I think we're in a nice position this season, um, where we don't have an Airbus and we don't have a Kevin Druids who are gonna, you know, finish the league um, you know, well adrift. I think the bot you know, the bottom two clubs will probably be well in it, probably going into the the final day. I don't think I don't think anyone is that much weaker. So it's just sort of which order I I'm going in really. And I don't know if it's just to be on brand, but I, I have gone with Avarist with bottom of the league. Um so but I, I'm gonna make make a thing here, Gwilym. I don't know if you'll be able to sort this out. If Avarist with stay up um, I'm happy to come up to Aberystwyth for the first game of next season and apologise to everyone on the pitch. <laughs> I, I yeah, thought you I'm were gonna... going to say ev- everyone in the town of Aberystwyth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stand in the town centre, yeah. shaking. <laughs> yeah. I, t- really I tell sorry. you, I tell you what, I tell you what, Ryan, I'll second that. I'll come yeah. with you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, Kaus, where are you placing them in your one to twelve? I, I, I feel horrendous, mate. We've asked our good mate Gwill onto the onto the <laughs> podcast, and I, I'm going the same. I'm going. I'm going bottom of the league. I'm so sorry, Gwill. But uh, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, I I think we're perhaps looking at the same three down the bottom there, right? Mm. Um, but uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I've gone for Abbott bottom. I would love to be proven wrong though, because I'd love to have a good weekend in Abbott next summer. Right, uh, Gwillem, where are you you low um, lowering? Har- I don't know. Picking up the average. Where are yeah, you placing well, yeah. Abbott? I think yeah, I think yeah. To pick up the average, I'll go top. <laughs> 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 which which I think rounds up about eighth, which isn't that far off the last few seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, eighth, fair enough. Right, let's move on then. Um, Ballatown, now an interesting uh, side, I think this season. Not entirely sure what to make of them. They have lost a lot of their core squad, who have been massive for them. Um, you know, throughout their success over the last. Um, four or five seasons, you know, Lasana Mendes, Ollie Southern, David Edwards, Anthony Kay, Paul Rutherford, Alex Ramsey, you know, these these have all left this summer. There's a lot of ins, mainly from sort of um, lower league English sides. So I don't really know about any of them. Kelland Absalom has come in from Pennebont, who didn't probably have a great season for Pennebont last year. So, I'm, you know, considering how good Alex Ramsey's been, I don't know if he'll... he'll um, you know, reach Alex Ramsey's heights. No disrespect to him, of course. Um, but Kaus, it's a, it feels like it's going to be a transition season for Bala, going from such a, you know, they barely changed their team over the last few years and all of a sudden it's a completely new look side. Yeah, 100%, mate. I think they had to, obviously, looking at, uh, you know, a lot of those lads you mentioned there, uh, you know, getting on in the, in years now, um, they had to make changes sooner rather than later, really. But I, I think... Um, you know, I think they're, they're making possibly too many changes at once. Um, I think maybe a couple of lads wanted to, I, you know, I don't pretend to know you know more than me about the uh, Venables situation. Perhaps he felt he wanted to... Didn't even mention on. Venables, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ven- obviously, Venables is, is... I mean, how good has he been for the past 15 years? Yeah. So, so that's a loss for them. Um, yeah, I mean, unknown quantities for me coming in, really, on the main. So, so it's hard to say, but I do feel that it's going to be, as you say, a bit of a transitional season. Not to the extent that they're going to be down the bottom of the league. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, Caton will always, you know, he'll always string enough results together to, to keep them uh, competitive. But, um, but yeah, I'm going right in the middle for me, uh, near enough. Yeah. I think they'll do top six, but I, I think yeah. just, just, yeah. Uh, what, do, what do you think of them, Gwilym? How, how do you think yeah. they'll, uh, they'll do? Can I kind of check what you said? You know, it's, it's not just... It's not just player numbers; it's who's left as well, and then having to you know bring in, bring in Lucas in, and it's yeah. I think yeah. I'm not I'm not going to just repeat repeat you guys word for word, but I'm thinking a little bit more pessimistic than Cowson. Just how bad? I'm not saying you know I'm not, I'm not saying they're going down or they're going to be in that mix, but I think yeah. I think they won't be looking at pushing for Europe again. No, I agree. Um, I I did miss out saying Aaron Edwards has come in from Connors Key, who is a great player and has won the league at both Connors Key and TNS. So that is a really good sign in. Um, I'm going to go with them in seventh. I think they'll struggle to start the season. Um, And I think the teams in the top six, in my top six anyway, I think have improved drastically. And I think we'll, you know, we saw Bala drop off a bit last season. 
which is probably the reason why why we're having um why we're seeing this uh you know influx of new players and this transition but i think um they'll be too strong for most of the sides that'll end up in in the bottom half and then probably nick that seventh spot and could could still easily get in europe as we've seen with Halford west this season um so Kaus, are you going for them in sixth i'm going sixth mate yeah i was i was between not to give too much away, between them and Cardiff Mets for that sixth spot, mm. but uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go Bala. What about you then, Gwilym? Uh Seventh, just like you like it then. Very, yeah, very, uh, all very similar there. Um, so moving on to Barrytown. Now they strike me Barrytown as a bit of a unknown going into the season. They uh, they lost Lee Kendall, um, uh, their manager last week, week before. They've replaced him with Steve Jenkins, uh, who does know the league. It's probably quite a shrewd appointment. Um, it does feel a little bit too late, and I just am a little bit worried about their their business. I think it's good business, but I don't know if they've really strengthened enough to um, to threaten further up the table. Um, Jamie Veal's coming from Haverford West, who's a great player. Sam Snaith. Is coming from Pennebon, who will score goals. Fell out of favour a bit last season, but very much capable of scoring goals. Um, Ollie Hulbert from Yeovil, don't know much about him. Keenan Patton's come in. Um, I think the third Patton now to play for Barry. Um, so it is. It, it feels a little bit unknown, and I just think they're probably weaker than most of the other sides in the division and will make up that three I was on about towards the bottom of the league. Gwilym, do you share that view or do you think they'll be, you know, a bit further up the table? No, yeah, yeah, I almost agree bang on again. It's kind of, you know, they've strengthened in the sense that they've, you know, they've got Jamie Veal and Snaith and plenty of experience and stuff. But because um, we forget, you know, it's, I know they walked away with the Cymru South, but, you know, they did get relegated two seasons ago. Mm. And, you know, how much stronger, how much stronger are they than then when, when the league itself was stronger? Mm. So it's, yeah, I think, I think they're, they're, they're definitely one of my uh, clubs in the mix. Yeah, I think you've absolutely nailed it there. Um, is again a bit like Avarice with. I don't think they're a bad side. I just don't think they've strengthened as much as some of the other teams are. Um, Taos, you know, like you said, you, you're not as up on the southern teams as you are the northern teams. Is that sort of how you see it? Yeah, I agree with that, mate. I think, um, you know, like I say, I'm definitely more up on my northern sides and the ins and outs, etc. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm predicting a tough season for them. Uh, Especially after you know that result on Saturday, that was mm. that would have been a big disappointment for them. Uh, obviously, great win for Abba, which, which uh, you know, like, like I say, maybe maybe Abba uh, are going to surprise a few people this year. But but no, I, I think um, I I am predicting a tough season for them, and they are definitely one of those one of those three um, that you know I'm sort of predicting at the bottom, even though I know it's only two that goes down. Um, I think it's it, to me. It looks like it will be a three at the bottom there this mm. season, and Barry will be one of them. Yeah. So, do you think they they'll go down, Kaus? Have you got them in eleventh? I think, or have you got I them think they'll up? go down. I've I've got them in eleventh, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got them in eleventh. So, yeah. Again, you know, it's a shame because I, I like to see the well-supported clubs with good fan bases and who can pull a good crowd on the you know on their day. So, um, so yeah, that's it's disappointing. I, I you know, I don't like tipping these these uh, big bigger clubs, let's say, but um, but yeah, I, I just think with the turmoil and you talk about uh, Kendall and things like that, it's very very late in the day for a new manager yeah. to come in with different ideas. Uh, that's going to cost them, and as you know, you know we've seen it so often in recent years. You get off to a bad start, 
and all of a sudden it's a long old season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've also got them in eleventh. Uh, Gwilym, have you got them going down? Got them in tenth, but uh, I think I've only it was only because of who, who I've got in twelfth, which I think is another one that's going to bring an average down. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've just foreshadowed your answer. So you've got them <laughs> staying up just about then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, moving on to Carnarvon then. Um, House, you know more about Carnarvon than than I do. Um, a bit of a, a sort of, they just, I, I, I don't really know, you know, I just, let me try and start yeah. that again. You know more about Carnarvon than I do. How how has their summer gone in terms of recruitment? Um, and how are they shaping up heading into the season? Well, I mean, to be honest, um, you know, they, they've brought in uh, Ryan Austin uh, mm. from Wrexham and, uh, you know, uh, great addition, great player, but he's been injured a long time and he's a young lad. Um, you know, that, that was a signing that I thought, yeah, very good signing, but... You know, I worry because you've got like the likes of um, sort of Dion Donahue, um, who obviously is is a class class player uh, on his day. But there's talks of him leaving, which would be a massive massive loss to them. Um, you know, it was it was a tough season at times last year. There was there was you know if you if you um, you take aside that Flint game, um, you know where where Flint were two 0 up, and all of a sudden mm. the Covies could have gone down. So. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna predict another tough season. I'm gonna predict them to narrowly avoid relegation. Mm. Um, but um, but yeah, you know, I think that another another thing that Canadvon struggle with recruitment for them is very very difficult. They yeah. they're not blessed with a massive budget. Um, I, you know, I would hazard a guess it, it is one of one of if not the lowest budget in the league. I would guess. Um, so you know, they they're always up against it a little bit. They get a good crowd on their day, as we know, but um. You know, I think it's going to be a difficult season for them, but I do have them just to stay up. They're gonna they're gonna finish tenth. I've got them down as. Yeah, it's, it's such a strange and like you said, I think the the budget restrictions is is their biggest issue. Um, you know, they've probably they've got over that in the last few years. They've lost Noah Edwards, who's been massive for them yeah. um, over the yeah. last few years. Um, Adam Davis has come in from Airbus, who will probably grab a few goals. Ben Mayer from Kevin Druids, who. Um, is a tidy little player, but I just don't think they've yeah. strengthened. Um, again, I think uh, I'm repeating myself here, but it's the same as Barry and Abba, where they yeah. haven't got worse, but everyone else has got has sort of pulled yeah. away from them a little bit. Um, which is why but, that you know that bottom three, I feel yeah. like are the sort of the most stagnant teams in the league, yeah. rather than the worst teams. Um, Listen, you mentioned you mentioned the two lads there. Just that you look at that in terms of recruitment, they they're. You know they they're good players. Don't get me wrong, but they they're not. You know I, they're not players that would. You know if I was a Canadian fan and excited for the new season, I don't mean any disrespect to the two lads involved. But you know Adam Davis, fantastic a couple of years ago, had an injury. Um, yeah, uh, it, it it's just it it's all you know. It's it's hard to say these lads could turn out to be inspired signings. Um, but um, but yeah, uh, I, I think like you said. You, you look at like some of the recruitment that like you know the teams at the other end have done, mm. and uh, you know you look at like Pennebons have had a great summer and stuff like that, and you know I, ju- I just think these teams down the bottom are going to be left behind a little bit. We spoke a lot in recent years about how um, you know after the TNS there's not much difference between two and twelve. Well, I actually think you're going to start to see a bit of a gap now. Mm. Um, I think we could have a you know like like we keep mentioning these these three. 
who could be battling it out. I mean, it could be four or five. We don't know. Um, but uh, but yeah, certainly I, I can see a bit of a gap opening up between the top six and you know the bottom two or three sides now. Yeah, um, Gwilym, is that how you see it as well? Um, obviously, um, the, the management situation, they've kept Richard Davis in after he took over from Hugh Griffiths last season. Um, you know, is are they in your relegation mix as as they are in mining houses? Uh, no, I've got them top half, but it's only because of unknowns and then just me just chucking teams I hate further down. <laughs> 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 but there's, um, but no, I think, you know, I think they're in a bit where I think what, what we've alluded to with Balan stuff is there's a few others who've, who've got maybe good players coming in on paper, but they've, you know, they've had to, they've had such a big turnaround that they might find themselves having a bit of a wobble and then struggling. And then also just the way the Premier Prem works where you're almost like re-signing half your squads when it comes to January. So, mm. so you might have some of those clubs who are bottom half and they should be top half and then almost almost playing the second half of the season weekend as opposed to strengthened. Mm. And I think Canaveral might Canaveral can might be one of the teams to avoid that. Yeah. So where have you where have you got them in the league then? Uh, fifth. Fifth. Interesting. Oh. Um, I've gone tenth. Kaus, you said tenth as well. Yeah, tenth. Yeah. There we are. Right, Gwilym, I feel like your your league is going to be completely different to mine and Kaus's. <laughs> uh, this is interesting. Right, Gwilym, this is a club you know all too well. Um, I'm sure you'll wax lyrical about them. It's Cardiff Met. Uh, finished, <laughs> finished fourth last season, um, and almost almost nicked that European spot after uh, Pennebon had the six points deducted. Um, you know, it went down to the last day and late on in the last day as well. Um. Can you see them uh, being top half? Although I think I might know your answer if you're basing <laughs> your league table on them. Um, you know how, what you feel about the clubs. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah, you haven't given your prediction, but I already know that you're wrong, right? Because you call them a club <laughs> when they're just a team. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I think one. Yeah, I'm probably a bit harsher than on than than I should be, but I just don't feel like you said about a few of the other clubs. I just don't feel like they've. I've I've kind of got a sensible. Second, third, and fourth, really, mm. and I, I don't think they've strengthened any anywhere near the same way as they those guys those guys have. Yeah, um, which is, yeah. So just I've just I've just got them in that not really not really down towards relegation, but you know they, they're going to have an, an inspiring phase two. Yeah, kind of yeah. Kaus again, I don't think anyone really can can sort of speak about Cardiff Met because they just everything's so. You know, kept behind closed doors because of the the unique yeah. unique way they work in terms of um, being a student team. You know, Evan Cadwallader probably the only real name coming in who's who's a former Newport County um, Academy player. Um, yeah, how do you see them getting on? You know, considering they had quite a good season last year. Yeah, they they tend to always, you know, I think it's probably, uh, I'm a little bit like Will in the sense that I'm always hoping that they'll finish lower than what they actually do yeah. because, you know, and, and and it's it's nothing to do with anyone involved in the club. You know, um, I've met a couple of lads in the past, they got, you know, good bunch of lads, good group down there. It's just, you know, yeah, I, me, I, just, I just want clubs in the league that have got a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but, you know, it's, it's part of the thing, isn't it? You know, they, they're not... They're not really a club. They're a club that attracts really low crowds. I don't think I'm out of order in saying that. No. Um, you know, they're um, they just for me as as a neutral watching the Cymru Prem. I want tw the twelve. If we go, if we are sticking with the twelve team or whatever goes on in the future, I want to see 
the 12 best supported clubs in the league. Now, Cardiff Met are never going to be that. So, you know, I, I that's why I tend to predict them a bit lower. But, you know, I'm just going to say what, what I what I think. I think they always um, they they always do enough. Um, you know, some years they've had fun, excellent years, you know, playing in Europe and stuff like that. They, um, I'm going to go for seventh, though, um, just on the fringes there of the, uh, and, you know, they, they may well uh, have a shot at Europe in the, um, you know, in the in the uh, in the end of season playoffs, but no, for me, I think um, they'll be they'll be just good enough. But um, but yeah, they, they they certainly won't be struggling down the bottom. I don't think. What do you make of them, Gwil? Where where have you got them in your table? Uh, yeah, I've just got them in ninth, and just based on uh, well, yeah, a sensible tenth, and then my other predictions really. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, all similar then across the board. I've got them in eighth. Um, I think. Um, in previous years, they probably would be strong enough to get in the top six, but I think the top six uh, that I've got anyway is particularly strong, um, and I can't see them being that good. But I think I think they'll be um, more than comfortable uh, come the second half of the season. I don't think relegation worries it. Just a bit of mid-table fodder, I guess. Um, right, moving on then to Connors Key. Uh, probably the first team we're going to be talking about at the other end of the table. Um, Noah Edwards coming in from Carnarvon. Um, Jordan Davis back from Haverford West, so uh, there's probably goals there. Um, Kaus, what do you make of Connor's key? A disappointing campaign in Europe, um, but they've kept their side together. You know, no real big um, losses other than Aaron Edwards probably and Chris Owens. Um, you know, where do you see them? How do you see their season going this year? Yeah, I've sort of. Um, they're they're going to be top three again. Um, I, I I literally I, I think I'd, it'd be a massive shock to everyone if they were to finish outside that top three. Mm. I think. Um, so so yeah, I I just think for me, I think Pennebont looks stronger than them this year. So I've I've tipped I've uh, tipped Pennebont to go. And you know, spoiler alert. Spoilers, yeah. Suppose, but yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. But no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Nomads are gonna finish third this year. Um, yeah, I, I re- really rate Gibbo as a manager. Neil Gibson, I think he's a, a fantastic manager, coming Premier Premier level, and I, I think he, he he could, you know, perhaps uh, maybe get a job, um, you know, high, high in the English pyramid eventually. Uh, I know he's been around a long time now, um, but at the same time, uh, you know, when you're dealing with a with a chairman like uh, Gary Dewhurst, uh, <laughs> undermining undermining your every move, uh, you know, it's it's difficult. Uh, it's not easy conditions to work in, so so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tip them for third. I think they'll um, they'll they'll narrow the gap points wise as as I think Pennebont will on TNS. But um, but yeah, fucking, hell, I've given the whole game away now, haven't I? But um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, that I, yeah, I, I, as you say, you're talking Aidan Edwards would be a bit of a loss, but mm. um, but yeah, they'll be strong. Um, they'll be strong and they'll be uh, they'll be up there. Yeah, Gwilym, they're not really a trendy team. They don't play particularly attractive football. It's very sort of um, agricultural, so to say, but it's effective. They get results and they're hard to beat. Obviously, there is the element of them going to play at Flint this season on a 4G. Don't know how that will change things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how do you see how do you see Connor's key going this season? Um, I think I, I could have put them anywhere between. It's one of the things I didn't really have a position in mind for them, but just based on what I thought about and where I've put everyone else. I've kind of gone the same as cows, just put them in third. I think, yeah, you know, they're, they're, I think they look slightly stronger on paper than they were last season. But again, you know, there's some some of the teams that look much stronger than last season or some that look much weaker. 
So um, I think, yeah, I think that they, they're going to have what might be considered a boring season, hmm. but um, but it might be one that, you know, gives them a good platform to go back to competing for the league from next season kind of thing. And then, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I just feel like they're, Dewhurst is on the the edge of completely wrecking that club. And, I, and I'm surprised that they've been so good over the last few years because he just seems to be a little bit erratic. Um, but thankfully, his tweets don't really translate into actually what goes on on the pitch. So hopefully he just keeps it to Twitter rather than anything <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've also got them in third. So, um, yeah, I think... Uh, Pretty much the same across the board there. Um, next up is New Boys Colwyn Bay, their first ever foray into um, the Cymru Premier. It's uh, a lot of excitement around Colwyn Bay at the moment. Um, Nick Rushton is sort of the marquee signing coming in from Newtown, a bit of a Cymru Premier um, regular. Um, Kaus, yeah. um, Colwyn Bay, talk to me. What, what, are we, what, are, what are we expecting from them going into the season? Yeah, I mean, you know, the the majority of their side is is the side that did so well last year, really. Um, but yeah, Nick Ruston just adds that little bit of experience in the top flight, um, which I think it's a good signing. I still think they might make one or two more, um, but yeah, I I, I think um, I think the Bay will be all right. They're, they'll stay up. Um, Steve Evans has, has done a great job since he's gone in there. Um, obviously, you know, we we went to his first game, right? Didn't we? Mm. If you remember. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, they've just gone strength to strength since then. They they'll get huge crowds uh, every game, which which as we know can can be worth ten points sometimes in the league. Um, so yeah, I, I just think combined with that, great uh, great playing service, great surroundings there at Colwyn Bay, they're they're going to be okay. I don't think they'll trouble the top six, mm. uh, but yeah, I think I've got them to uh, to safely safely stay up and. Um, and yeah, I think uh, I think they'll take that first season, first season in the top flight. I think they'll probably be quite happy with that. And then you know, I know for a fact that the plan there is to um, is to get European European football eventually. So mm. who knows? Get a get a good uh, season under their belts, consolidate, and then go for it next year or the year after. I think that is the plan for them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree everything you said. It feels like they're you know they're only going up and i'm not you know i'm not saying they're going to come up and 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 win you know 80% of their games and and trouble yeah. you know the the top end of the table but um i think i think they'll have enough um to sort of avoid that um that little you know the the three yeah. previously mentioned at the bottom Gwilym, do you think the same or uh, yeah know? kind of um because in my eyes it only existed for 3 years but um, <laughs> <laughs> they seem like a you know they, they, yeah they, they seem like a well-supported, like really well-supported club. And, you know, just one of those, when that happens and Kaus alluded to it, you kind of romantic in you wants to see him do well. And so, so I've got them, yeah, just by crowds and just that confidence factor around uh, just about sneaking top half. Right, so you got him in sixth then. Very yeah, good. but again, you know, again, I think when you when you look at my twelve, you'll see why. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to it all revealing itself slowly but surely. Um, Kaus, where have, where have you got them then? I've gone for eighth, right? Okay. Um, yeah, I've gone for eighth. I think, um, you know, I, th- I think they they could probably they could probably do with one or two more mm. players, strengthening just a little bit, just to be a bit more, uh, you know, competitive against the top top sides. But um, but as I said, who knows with that massive crowd? I mean, I'll I'll be there on Sunday against uh, Canarvon, 
I can't wait for that. It's going to be a great occasion. Over 2,000 fans there. Yeah. Um, going to be brilliant. So, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them in the top flight. I really am. And, uh, and yeah, like I say, I'm going to go for eighth. Uh, and I think they'll probably, I think Steve Evans will take that now, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I've got him in ninth, but uh, comfortable ninth rather than looking over their shoulders. I think they'll, they'll be fine. Um, right. Haverford West then. Let's, let's have a chat about their European exploits before we talk about how their season will go. Um, cruel, cruel way to sort of exit the competition. Um, yeah. A terrible refereeing decision for a, a, a late penalty in extra time after, you know, some really good work from them to, to stay in the game and get back into the game then and, and you know, looked as if it was probably going to head to penalties. Gwilym, it, it just seems unfair that that was the way it was going to end. Um, and, you know, I'm sure, you know, everyone involved at the club can hang their heads high and, and say they did, you know, everything they could. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it was just kind of, but I'm kind of going to give away almost one of the, yeah, I kind of feel a bit like that might have, that's going to come and bite them in the ass a bit when it gets to, because it's, you know, yeah, yeah, despite giving everything and, you know, giving a good account and probably, you know, increasing their popularity, not not just in, not just in Pembrokeshire, but across Wales, mm. you know, on the back of that. This going to, I think it's it's almost like a, to have such a heartbreaking disappointment, you know, had, had, they, had they been battered both legs, you know, to have such a heartbreak disappointment just as you're going into the new season, I think it's going to, yeah, it's almost like being tripped up from behind kind of thing. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're right there, actually. I I, I think they, they captured the imagination of sort of casual onlookers to the league. And I feel like they'll definitely have that sort of um, second team vibe to a lot of people who may not have a team in the league um, and may not have a stake in the league. But I think they'll be looking at Haverford West and hoping they do well. Um, so I think they've capitalised well on that. Um, Kaus, obviously in, in a in a disappointing year for um, our clubs in Europe, um, they have they have been a shining light, haven't they? Oh, yeah, by far. By far, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, and yeah, I, I, um, I've got to say as well, uh, you know, I, I really, I really, I'm expecting big things from them this year. I think, uh, I think they really could give it a proper good go at the top there. Um, you know, I think, I think they're definitely, they're, they're almost nailed on in, in my mind for a, for a European uh, playoff spot. So, um, so yeah, as, as you, as you boys just said, then um, fantastic in Europe, fair play to them. They really flew the flag for us. And uh, yeah, with, uh, with Zach Jones in goal, I think they've got every chance, haven't they? Yeah, well, as you know, if, if if the league was decided on penalty shootouts, they'd they'd uh, <laughs> they'd probably win the league. Um, but in terms of you know their um their preparation, they've brought in Rio Dyer, a young lad from Britain. Very didn't really feature in um in the European games, but Kai Whitmore, um who who signed from Penabont, had you know some real standout performances. Um, they signed three lads from London. Uh, Tyrese Owen joined from joining from Slough. Martel Taylor Crossdale joining from the Metropolitan Police and Caden Williams Lowe joining from Peterborough Sports. Um, probably unknowns. Um, yeah. I saw a lot of um, Taylor Crossdale played, I think, against uh, B36 across both legs. Um, scored out in Faroe Island, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. Um, they have lost Corey Shepherd to Ponty, who was a good 
play for them last year. Uh, Jamie Veal, obviously, as we mentioned earlier, Henry Jones has gone to Pennebont. Um, and Jordan Davis has got a lot of goals for them last year, yeah. has left as well. Matthew Close on Twitter asked, have Haverford West shown enough from their performances at the end of last season and in Europe to suggest they could break into the top three? So, William, what do you make of their chances in the league after um, such a good um, European performance? Um, I think, yeah, you know, it's not... So I alluded to, like, the disappointment of being tripped up, but it's not, you know, it's not something that's going to... Cause them to you know to go back into being uh, perennial bottom harvest, but it's um, I think it's that, and I think it might it might be ignorance, but on paper it, it looks like <clears throat> it looks like you know the other the teams around them have definitely strengthened more. Mm. So um, and again you know the players you mentioned you know uh, Henry Jones, Jordan Davis, and uh, and Jamie Veal, I think they've just again it might it's based on unknowns, but I don't think they've replaced them well enough for yeah. them to be able to kick on. Really, really hard. I mean, you know, challenge for that guaranteed European spot. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, and it's hard to sort of get it, it's easy even to get carried away um from their Europe with their European exploits. They finished the season really well. You know, they were quite comfortable going into the playoffs. Obviously, that momentum then took them through the playoffs, albeit via two penalty shootouts. He said losing Jordan Davis's goals, is Taylor Crossdale gonna score? the goals that Jordan Davis did last year. Kaus, how how are you thinking they'll they'll do this season? You seem quite confident that they'll be there thereabouts, you know, at the top end of the table. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I, when I say top end of the table, I think I mean European places. I mean yeah. top six. I think um, I've got them in fifth, mate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as you said, you mentioned John Davis going to Connors Key Nomads there. That, that's that's going to be a loss for him. Um, he's a player I've rated for a long time. Um, but yeah, I just I just think riding the quest, crest of a wave at the moment. I think they're going to be up there, and uh, and yeah, I do see him. I think fifth. Uh, I think fifth is probably a fair reflection of where they're at at the moment. Um, and who knows if um, if Rob. Um, yeah, Rob Edwards, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. The, the owner. If he if he carries on investing. Um, then there's no reason why they can't feature higher next year. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right there. He seems to be putting his money where his mouth is. I think a lot of these lads are being offered um, sort of almost professional contracts, I think, from what I gathered. There was a really interesting article that The Athletic did um, following their European um, games. You know, these three lads, they've come in from London. They've put them up near Haverford West, which I'm sure is a culture shock for them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, right, about um, the lad from the Met Police. Is yeah. uh, is it bad news for Phillips? Is he joining David Powers? Or... <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, he very highly thought of as a youngster. I think he was at Chelsea and Fulham, and I think he might have even had a few England age grade caps. It never really quite worked out for him. So he is one to watch, uh, Taylor Crossdale. Um, where have you got them then, Gwilym? Um So I've got them in. I've got them in fourth, but mm. I think it's just more. I think my my fourth, my to be honest, my fourth, uh, eighth or ninth, you know, could go in any order almost. Yeah, and I think they're just they're just that little bit stronger than everyone I've got down in that the rest of that pecking order. But I think they're just they're just behind um, Connorsky and who I've got in second, really. Yeah, I I um I reckon I've got them in fourth as well, and I don't know how much of that is the recency bias of seeing them in Europe. It's hard to sort of. You know, because some of these teams we haven't seen at all. You know, like Newtown, for example, I have no idea really exactly what's going on there. Um, so it's difficult to sort of see how it all 
comes out in the wash. But I have gone fourth for now. Um, but I think at least they'll be um they'll be in the top six come the end of the season. Um, so yeah, that is Averford West. Newtown, then, as I've just mentioned. Um, a quiet summer, really. You know, they have lost Dave Jones, who's been ever present for them in goal. Uh, Nick Rushton as well, who scored plenty of important goals for them. But no one else, quite a few others, but no one that was really a out-and-out starter for them. They brought in Jason Oswell from Telford United and Kaus. You you told me he was probably going to be one of the best strikers in the division this season. Is that the case? You know, have they brought in a bit of a gem? Oh yeah, for for me, without a shadow of a doubt, that's that's a massive signing for them, and that's um that's why I've got them as high as I have. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I just think as well, Chris Hughes, obviously friend of the pod, um, friend of mine from the Chippy and Denby as well. <laughs> but uh, but you know, I, I think it's important, is it, to have that sort of um, just that continuity a little bit, little bit. You know, that, that as you say, not too many incomings or outgoings. But you you had a striker of the quality of Jason Oswell, um, and all of a sudden you know you've got you've got a side, and I, you know watching watching Newtown a few times last year, always a good side. But I'm sort of looking, I've, can can they get that you know that that striker who can really score like a, a, you know a city number of goals? Oswell could be that guy. I really do think that. Um, you know he played for Wrexham a few years ago. He wasn't he didn't have a great time at Wrexham, but just before uh, playing for Wrexham, I think probably five years ago now, he'd scored like something like 30 goals in a season for Stockport County. So, you know, th- this is a guy who knows his uh, knows his way to the back of the net. Um, and, and I just think, based on that and the fact that they've got a pretty much settled team otherwise, um, they, they could have a good season this year. And, uh, yeah, I've gone for them in fourth. Yeah, I see. I, I think they could easily finish fourth. I've got them in sixth. Um, just purely based on, like I said, that recency bias with Haverford West and um, the team I've got in fifth. Um, that fourth, fifth, and sixth, I think the three between the three of them, they're a little bit interchangeable. Um, but I think it'll just be a very similar season to last year, where they just do fine, and yeah. you know can maybe um, launch a European bid via the playoffs. Um, Gwilym, are you along the same thoughts, or is your Mid Wales, um, you know, rivalry going to come out here? Well, I think yeah, I think. I just based it on the because uh, powers are so like long and dark. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't really seen much of Newtown for a long time. <laughs> also, probably because they've been top half the table. So um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've, I did just got that bit again. I think it's more once you get past the top three, it kind of there's so many of them where you know it could just be you know a bad two or three months just means you know they're they're either bottom six or top six when you know they could be anything in between over over a traditional like 38 game season. Mm. But um, yeah, and I think they've just got that bit. I think they've lost. I think they just lost key players, which might give them a bit of a, bit of a wobble. And then it's just not something that they can they can rescue in time for Christmas, really. So I've got them an eighth in the end. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, on to Penabont then. Uh, you know their first summer in Europe this year. Um, a little bit disappointing, maybe, but in hindsight, Santa Coloma seemed to be having uh, an unbelievable um, campaign. You know, they went on to beat, um, is it Sotieska, I think they're called, from Montenegro quite comfortably in the end, 3 um, 0 in the second leg to go through. Um, they'll play AZ Alkmaar, which is a does rub it in a little bit as um, a Penabond fan. Um, it would have been nice to, to have gone there. Um, 
but you know we we've we've spoken about it already we've hinted at it um a very strong summer um mainly looking at chris venables coming in from Ballatown. you know um i think it's probably fair to say that um Pedavon haven't had um you know a goal scorer and that might be the reason this held them back you know the the burden has been shared across a number of players over the last few seasons rather than you know one player getting 20 you know there's a lot of players getting eights you know that sort of thing obviously out the door Kai Whitmore gone to Haverford West Sam Snaith gone to Barrytown and um, Nathan Wood going to Newport which is going to be a big miss he did score a lot of goals and got a lot of assists last season but Gwilym what what do you make of you know the state penabontering um are they, you know it's since since promotion back in I think it was 2019 it's just been a steady rise. And last season, third place, is it going to be another rise again? Uh, yeah, just, just, well, based on my predictions, yeah, just about, I think. They're just they're one of those clubs that have been, you know, they've been progressing, strong foundation behind them, you know, when you look into club infrastructure and all that kind of stuff as well. And then based on last year's uh, positions, they just, or last year's squad, they just seem to have strengthened that a little bit more than, than others have. So you know, like yeah, like Henry Jones is just yeah, just I think a fantastic signing and can be the was could be one of those ones which is he just seems to have a, just a couple of moments of magic over the course of the season, which you know it's not only is it you know in a normal league is it three points or a draw when you'd have had worse, but in the top six when you're playing your rivals with the league's when you're playing your rivals so often, you know it's you almost get double the double the value for money for that on those. And then. Yeah, absolutely, I and mean, you know he has knows Chris Venables from their time at Baller and they linked up a lot there. So that is an exciting one to look out for. Kaus, you've obviously mentioned as well, Pennebont are going to be, um, you know, in in the higher end of the table for you. Um, you know, what are you basing that on? Um, yeah, I j- just think, uh, you know, Venables for me is is a great signing. You know, it, 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 I know he's, he's a little bit older now, but he's just, he's, he's still a class act. Absolute class act. So, um, so yeah, for me, you, you alluded to it before, Rye is uh, goal scoring. Well, there you go. You can't get um, many better goal scorers really in the league than uh, than Chris Venables, even at his age now. Mm. Uh, looks after himself, very fit sort of guy. Uh, yeah, I, I, think, um, I think that's almost like the missing piece of the jigsaw. I don't think, I don't see Pennebon really challenging TNS, but I do think that they'll finish second in the league. So that's where I'm putting them. Yeah, I've got them second as well. Um, I, I, I should say, keep an eye out for Josh Yaroff this year. He was unbelievable at the end of last year. Shouldn't be playing in the league, really. You know, circumstances have led him to, to end up in the league, but he is um, he is unbelievable and will be a massive part of that team at the back. Um, Gwilym, where do you have Pennebont? Uh Second. Yeah. Good, nice. It's nice to agree on some things across yeah. the board. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, exciting to see um, yeah. how that develops this season. If uh, if Pennebon finish second, does that mean I get to and I get to go to the club to start next season and get a free curry? Yeah, I can sort that out for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll I, I'll buy you a curry at the club um, <laughs> if Pennebon finish second, um, and if Abba Abba go down, you can buy me a curry or something. <laughs> um, right. Uh, on to Pontypridd United. Now, an interesting one. Um, strength and well. Corey Shepherd in from Hanford West. Keston Davis in from TNS. Uh, Tyler Jackson in from Atlantic Major. Uh, Ethan Vaughan has come in, who was at Solihull um, for a period last season. Uh, they seem to be on the up. They're spending a lot of money, from what I gather. 
they finished the season particularly strong, uh, considering how poor they were at the start of the season. Um, Gwilym, where have you got them, and where you know how do you see their their season going? Um, well, I've I've got them going down, but it's because they're just one of those other non-clubs in my <laughs> <life>. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I think that they've 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 they are strengthened a bit on paper, but I, I just don't, I just don't think it's going to click for them to be honest. Mm. But and then you know I think I think what can make the difference, you know, it's you know if, if you exclude TNS from this, just because the amount of money, the amount of extra money there is just massive. But you know a lot a lot of times you know. There's been a few bits where clubs don't. It's like it's not quite worked out for bad if clubs aren't playing in front of fans. Really, you know, after a while, players get tired either because they move on. You know, they move on to someone slightly better, or or, or you know, just play themselves. Think, oh, you know, I'd rather I'd rather play. I'd rather play in front of Barry for fifty quid less per week or whatever. You know, so um, yeah, I, I just think I just think they're gonna they stretch too much. They're not really a club, so uh, I've gone going down. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, can't argue with that. Um, Kaus, they're a little bit of a, an unknown. Um, I don't know if I've been blinded by uh, the sort of the money they've been splashing around. They had a really good result against uh, Thanetli, um in the MG Cup. Ben Armand, formerly of Pennebont, seems to be scoring for fun at the moment. I've got them in fifth. I've got them finishing in the top half. And I don't know if I'm just being blinded by the money. And... Um, it would be a shame, really, I guess, because you know, like Willem um, said, they're, they're such a, a a nothing club. Um, no disrespect, <laughs> I guess, to any country fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're fucking nothing. But no <laughs> <disrespect>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're hard to sympathise with. You know, like Colwyn Bay, for example. That you know, you can get on board with that and and what they're yeah. trying to do there. Um, but they are they are going in the right direction. It feels. Yeah, I'd agree with that, mate. Um, yeah, I, I got a lot of stick last year for my prediction of them uh, going down. Um, and uh, and to be honest with you, they, they looked like a very real possibility for yeah. a long time, didn't they? Um, you know, it was only really, you know, when, when the split happened and then they, you know, they played a, a couple of the, you know, the sort of teams down the bottom and they, they picked up a lot of points. But, but yeah, I think, um, I think for me, I think they stay up. Um, you know, I think they've done. They've, you know, they've they've obviously spent a few quid. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've gone for them in ninth, right? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably a fair reflection of where they are. You know, it, it's it's great bringing these lads in, but you know, it must be soul destroying to you know you talk about the setup and stuff like that, and you know they don't play in the town of Ponty, and and you know for me as a footballer. You know, and, and I talk about fans. Yeah, of course, quality comes to the fore. But when you, you know, whether you're a quality player or not, you give that extra 10, 15 percent when you're playing against in, in front of a crowd um, that, you know, that gets behind you. And, you know, I just don't feel like they they give you that at Ponty, unfortunately. Um, you know, it, there was there was so much hope from from us neutrals when they came up that um, well, it's a new team. Great to see. But, you know, playing how many miles? It's six, seven miles away um, from the town. Yeah, it hasn't quite worked out that way. So, so like I say, you know, uh, fair play to them. They've spent a few quid. They've brought in a bit of quality there. But, um, but yeah, it's it all feels a bit soulless there, unfortunately. And yeah, um, and yeah players players thrive on good crowds, and I, I just don't see them doing any better than ninth for me. Okay, that's the, one of the ones we've probably all slightly disagreed on, but interesting enough. Um, to finish off, then. 
on our club to club um, is, of course, your friend of mine, Mike Harris's boys, um, the new Saints. Now, let's start with Europe. Hugely disappointing once again. Yeah. Um, you know, didn't win a single tie again. Um, you know, this is supposed to be the team we have to pin our hopes on when it comes to Europe. They are our only professional club playing in the league. Um, they win the league at the canter. They, well, they have for the last two years. Disappointing. Kyle Jones has said on Twitter with TNS's uh, exit from Europe early doors once again and the negative impact on the coefficient. Um, are they becoming more of a hindrance to the Cymru Premier than a help despite be in the league's only professional side. Kaus, what, you know, how do you see, do you see that as, you know, are they a hindrance to the league? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. You know, are they becoming? No, I think that ship's already sailed. I mm. think they had a couple of good results a few years ago. No, you know, hey, there's, they've got some really good players there. Uh, I've visited their, their, their youth system and the academy there is fantastic. Really, really good, but we, we're not. I, I don't really see at this moment in time that you know, other than they're giving uh, you know, a lot of Welsh youngsters who travel from, from nearby places in Wales to come to go to the academy and stuff like that. And that's great, it's great that they've got somewhere to go. But you know, the, the cold light of day, they're based in Oswestry, they're um, you know, they're, they're not really they're underachieving in Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, th- despite the fact that every summer we we want them to do well, we really do, and they they just don't. And um, yeah, it's a real disappointment for me uh, because you know we just know we can't really see past them for the league title this year. And and you know, all I see, um, you know, I, I never see any any self reflection from Mike Harris on Twitter or anything like that. And you know, all I see from Mike Harris is having a pop at Wrexham all the time. So you know. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all quite disappointing. Yes, they are a really good side. Yes, you know, they, it's great to see players like Declan McManus playing week in, week out in the league. Leo Smith is a quality player. But, you know, at, at the same time, I, I'm just sick of the sight of him, in all honesty. And, uh, and yeah, if they if they chose to, to join the, um, the Northwest Combination League or whatever... I'd be very, very happy with that, but it's not going to happen because they get plenty of money from Europe, even though they go out in the first round every every single time, as it feels. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many other um, podcasts who will be um, discussing um, the upcoming league season will be so down about the team or about to win their league. Um, I, I said in the group chat last week um, that I don't think they're very good. And they they win the league purely based on resources, you know. And and I described mm. it as like a team of sixteen year olds playing in a league of thirteen year olds. Like they can they, when they go and play other sixteen year olds, they're actually not very good. But because they're playing thirteen year olds every week, they're obviously going to beat them. And I can see I can see them having a bit more trouble this season. I think there's sides in this league that that will take points off them. Penabot seem to just get closer every year. I just cannot quite beat them. Um, but, they, you know, I think that's come in, you know, and they take points off them. I think, you know, the likes of Harvard West and the likes of Connors Key and the likes of Newtown, the gap is closing. I don't think the gap is going to close anywhere near to the point where we're going to have a title race. But I think, you know, 
there is, you know, the only thing they really hold over the rest of the league is their sort of financial clout and the professional status. Um, Willem, is I, I know your thoughts on, on TNS, um, <laughs> and I'm sure you'll tell us more about it now, but you feeling the same as me and Kaus? Yeah, it's kind of, you know, the, the, Kaus is right, the Academy does does do fantastic work, but it's it's not even just, you know, the it's UEFA money that isn't being spread around the league, you know, that and you know, stopping the rest of the clubs and league strengthening enough. It's you know when the league's trying to sell itself to media, and you know, and it's it's wrapped up. And you know, I imagine Scott will be much you know much happier showing a five o'clock game, you know, in in end of April, early May, if it was for the title. Mm. You know, and we're, we're just being stripped of that. Yeah, and that, I think that is the thing, isn't it? Is as good as this league is, and as compared, you know, between two and twelve. Anyone be, will take, you know, everyone will take points off each other this season. And I think that is the biggest shame of all of this, isn't it? And I think it is what is ultimately holding us back from being a, at least um, a more marketable league um, because it does feel just inevitable. And I guess, you know, Connors Key did sort of, you know, interrupt that a little bit a few years ago, but, you know, had to severely drop off because they just couldn't afford to keep you know, keep up at the pace that they you have to be to 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 do it. And I don't know how that changes. You know, it, it'll take maybe a couple of millionaires to come in and take over a Pennebont or or take over a Haverford West and, and really, you know, pump money in and, and get them at the leagues. Because I've said it before on this podcast, you know, um Craig Harrison isn't the best manager in the league. You know, he's by all means, he is a good manager, but I don't think he's the best manager in the league. I think there's better managers in the league. Um, I agree. But he just has, you know, the most resources at his fingertips. Um, and obviously, I've got them in first. Um, Kaus, I'm sure uh, you're the same. Yeah. And uh, Gwilym, what about you? Um, yeah, so I've got them in 12th. And it's going to take me a couple of minutes to explain why. <laughs> Go for it. Um, <laughs> but basically, yeah. So we see when, you know, you said, right, they even show how stuff is going to change. Well, you know, I've, I've said on the on the podcast before Mike Harris is next in line with Russian sanctions so then you know, all, all, yeah. I just want to make all, sure that these are the views of uh, Gwilym Hughes and, and not yeah. the podcast just in case <laughs> yeah. and then um, so you know all the money's going to be gone and and you know I know what you think so I've got them in top I know you're thinking you know what if this doesn't happen until after Christmas you know they've already, already got points on the board well they end up being merged with Shrewsbury <laughs> but all the games you know they can't fulfill the season all the games become zero points and uh, parkour becomes a new zip world trampoline park. Fantastic, fantastic. That's yeah. Super. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to put that on 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 the graphic I put out with everyone's predictions. Mind, it's <laughs> a hell of an asterisk, isn't it? Well, yeah, you can asterisk it, and I'll tweet about it after. Yeah, okay. Great. <laughs> do, do you know what? Do you know what as well? Like, you know that my other gripe with them is that um, you know when, when TNS are counting up the attendances, they count the pins in the ten pin bowling alley as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, dear, and they got that lovely new stand for no one to sit in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> evening, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, dear. Right. Um, that's it then. That's the the clubs. Um, Gwilym, could you please read us your one to twelve? I don't actually know who you had winning the league. Um, it was us. Oh right, you have actually gone over it. <laughs> oh right, okay. So I thought you had them in eighth for some reason. Okay. No, no I think I think I think it brought your average. I brought the average of the three of us down to eight. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Um, can I have your one to twelve, please, in order? Yeah. So in order is Abba, Pennebont, Connors Key, Alfred West, the Covies, Colin Bay, 
Bale, Newtown, Met, Barry, Ponty, and then TNS. Nice. That's uh Quill, <laughs> if that's, that happens, that's a, that's that's a ludicrous one to twelve. <laughs> Absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't think me and you were too far apart here, give or take a couple. No. What, what was your one to twelve? So mine was uh Abed number one. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, DNS number one, uh Pennabont, Nomads three, Newtown four, Hanford West five, Bala six. Cardiff Met 7, Coward Bay 8, 9 Ponty, 10 Carnarvon, 11 Barry and 12. I'm sorry, Gwil, Abber. Right, yeah, so I've gone uh, 1 TNS, 2 Pennabont, 3 Connors Key, 4 Haverford West, 5 Ponty, which I'm seriously doubting myself now, but I've said it, um, 6 Newtown, 7 Bala, 8 Cardiff Met, 9 Colwyn Bay, 10th Carnarvon, 11th Barry and again uh, sorry Quill 12th Aberystwyth um but you know if 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 I could wish for one league to be correct this year it wouldn't be mine it would have to be Quill's so um, <laughs> make of that what you will um we have had a few other predictions in from uh, friends of alternative Wales uh, here's Rodri and Agent Phillips with their predictions uh, hello are you tired of waiting 20 minutes for chips? Then head to JT's Fish Bar, Thunderbury. This is a paid advertisement from JT's Fish Bar. Uh, hello, I'm in, uh, as you can probably hear, Aberforth International Airport. Fortunately, uh, can't be on the show this week. Hold on, I'll go over to the toilet or this smoking room. Uh, I am not able to make the show this week as I am tying up last minute silence. So next week, We'll have uh, a squad announcement. I'll announce what league we're playing in. And uh, hopefully I'll have some home kit sponsors. Uh, so, yeah, stay tuned next week. I'll have a full update on everything I've been up to. Uh, I've got to go. I've got to go to uh, an unknown destination in Europe to finalise a sponsorship deal. Right. Hope you're all well. Uh, I don't actually. I couldn't care less. Speak to you next week. Rodri checking in here. Let me just turn the uh, wireless down a bit there. Um, I'm coming at you with my premonition of the final standings for the Cymru Prem. Uh, unfortunately, my premonition was a bit outdated. I've included Intercable Tell in my original table and Avon Lido. But um, yeah, I need to uh, update, uh, get the old iOS update on my uh, premonition skills. But yeah, here we go. This is my table based purely on vibes and what I saw in a vision, an outdated vision. Anyway, number one, top place TNS, fucking boo. Uh, I've gone second, Pennabont. Third, Connors Key. Fourth, Halford West. Fifth, Pontypridd. Uh, shake things up. Uh, them two teams this season, I think. Uh, sixth, I've gone Newtown. Seventh, I've gone Bala. Eighth, Colwyn Bay. Ninth, uh, Ewick. As I, I refuse to call them Cardiff Met, as a former Ewick uh, attendee. Uh, tenth, I think I'm on now, Carnarvon. Uh, I think, yeah, I don't know why I've, you know, don't come at me. I don't, this is, this is coming from a uh, purely, uh, yeah, I saw it in a vision. 
which is usually a, a representation of nothing. Uh, and then, unfortunately, I'm going to have a few Barry and Abba fans on uh, my case. Uh, but, uh, yeah, again, it's... Uh, what the fuck do I know? But they, I've gone for them two in the bottom two, in any order. Anyway, cheers. I wait for the backlash for fucking not knowing anything uh, about the shape-up of things. I've seen a few transfers over the summer, so I'm basing it on a few of those. But uh, other than that, it's purely based on fucking my own nonsense. Uh, yeah. Anyway, cheers. There we are, then. Um, that is the predictions for this season. Uh, always always a bit of fun. Don't take them too seriously. Because um, I think last season, Rob Edwards, Avid West owner, um, did call Kaus out. For him re- <laughs> relegating Haverford West, um, which was a bit of a shame that because uh, it, it didn't feel like it was in good spirits. You know, these are done in good spirits. Clearly, I think, I think it was me moaning about your predictions last year. They got me on the pod. So uh... yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, maybe moan and moan, and eventually I'll take notice of you and um, <laughs> yeah. and have you on the podcast. So uh, there we are. A success story, if anything, came out of yeah. last season's predictions. Um, right, we'll start with them. Um, a few questions then to finish up. Um, Alan March, the pod father, has said the seventh place team winning a European place via the playoffs has worked out well for the last few seasons. Who do you think will finish seventh this season and will they get a European place? Um, so obviously I've got Balor in seventh. Um, remind me, I've already forgotten, Gwil and Kaus, who you had in seventh? Uh, I had Balor as well. Yeah, Kaus, who did you have? Cardiff, Cardiff Met. Cardiff Met. So yeah, we've you know we seen um, twice in three years now, I think. Um, obviously the one year didn't happen was the year um, there was no European place anyway. Um, but Newtown and um, Newtown and uh, Haverford West have finished seventh previously and gone on to play in Europe. Um, Kaus, there's definitely a positive to finish seventh. And I think that's where I, I've got Bala there, is finishing strong, you know, and, and the playoffs yeah. then, anything can happen. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. I think you, you know, you've been playing against the so-called, well, not even the so-called, the lesser sides in the league. Um, you know, so you've um, you've had the chance to build a bit of momentum there, uh, and also I think, um, you know, I mean, it's proven, hasn't it? You know, like quite a few times. I think it's a great thing in terms of entertainment for the neutral as well. I've really enjoyed seeing that aspect of it, and it just gives the, you know, the, some of the sides down the bottom who perhaps know they're staying up gives them something to play for um, mm. in the end of the season. So, yeah, no, I, I think it's been a great addition to the league. I, I love that. I think it's a brilliant thing. Um, and at the same time, uh, as I say, I, I mean, I don't know the exact statistics, but I remember Newtown doing it. Obviously, uh, Halford West have done it. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think proof's in the pudding there, isn't it? It definitely, yeah. it could, you know, I, I've, I've actually heard whispers about teams maybe looking at it, mm-hmm. if you're fifth or sixth and looking at it and going, right, well, maybe we should finish seventh. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Maybe maybe that's not such a bad thing to drop out the top six. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that that's not necessarily a good side of it, really, if, if teams are sort of looking at it that way. But... Um, as a neutral, I've really enjoyed it, and uh, and who knows? Yeah, who knows who's going to finish seventh? I've got Cardiff Met. I hope they don't go into Europe. <laughs> I've got to say, um, but yeah, we'll see what's what at the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Turf Creative has asked the um, the classic summer football question. Um, obviously, you know it comes around every year. Um, the lack of um, success in Europe usually is the catalyst for the conversation. He was at um, Dundalk, Shelbourne 
yesterday, and I think you know, he had a very good time, good crowd. Um, Gwilym, you know, what is your view on the summer football thing? Is is that the future? Obviously, we're expecting the league um, to announce any changes it's going to make in the strategy going forward soon. I don't know exactly when, but I think, you know, it's very much um, happening in the background. Um, you know, would summer football be something you'd, you'd like to see? Yeah, I'd like to see. I just I think, you know, it's, well, I want to start saying, I think the the company prem problems aren't as simple as you need to play three months yeah. earlier, you know. Agreed. But, um, but yeah, I just think it'd be more attractive. I think, you know, it, it, there's some great grounds around the, around the country that, you know, being able to play in, in drier weather because <laughs> you know even 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 with our like uh our hardened crew members sometimes you know for a for a cup game on a tuesday night it, you know in november can be a bit of a bit of a tough sell and uh mm. it removes that yeah no absolutely um Kaus, I, I think i know your thoughts as well although you know the summer the summer league becoming a summer league would um would be you know curtains for what? uh the summer league. And the summer league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The summer league becoming the summer league yeah. would be curtains for the summer league. Yeah. Is, yeah. I think yeah, Kaus Kaus managing in a summer cubby prem would be like the first Saudi signing, wouldn't it? And then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mbappe to Nanklin. So, uh... <laughs> um to be honest with you, right? I don't see, right? I tell you what, I, I tell you one thing. I'm just gonna go off on a little bit of a tangent here, just on a on a side note. But um why can't people who have paid to get in uh to, to a Cymru Prem ground or a Cymru North or Cymru South ground, you've paid to get in, why can't they watch from the bar? Yeah. <laughs> I mean that is a uh, you know that's a worrying thought for you, Kaus. Um, but there well, we are. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'd, I'd never, I'd never sit in a stand again. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I, what, what I'm, what I mean is, this, this is, you know, people having, having a clubhouse and stuff like that. It's, it's a great source of income for these clubs. But they, they shut the curtains and you can't watch outside from a bar. Well, you know, in the middle of winter, if people aren't going to come to games, but they would if they could sit in a bar. Then you know we're losing, we're missing out there, aren't we? You know yeah. what I mean? I I just I don't know, but um, but yeah, that's that's a different that's a different matter. If you're talking about the summer league, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm coming across as right, Alki. You know? <laughs> no, I, I, I I get it to be fair, but I I I don't think that's a um that's a a league law. I think that might be like British law that you can't drink in the view of a football pitch. Um, in like certain levels of the game, I think you can do it in like. Like I, I saw people drinking in the stands at Merthyr, but obviously that's the English system. Um, so you know that's one argument as why they probably wouldn't want to come to the Cymru Prem. Um, yeah, but yeah, we won't, we won't uh, touch that. Um, but no, no, that that's that's the summer question. You know, I, I've, I've sort of said, I've been on the fence about it. I've sort of said, yeah, I think it'd be a good idea, and then I've thought about other sort of factors and stuff like that. It's a difficult one. For me, it's not going to happen. So I think we need to forget about it, really. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, it, it's it's just not going to happen. I think, uh, you know, I think it's been great for Ireland, but I think, uh, you know, our, our football season is so deeply ingrained, uh, you know, on this side of the Irish Sea that I, I just don't see it really happening. Um, you know, would it be better? Probably. Well, well in, in terms of our European performances, almost certainly. Mm. But um, but no, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. And I think we were at a sort of watershed moment about ten years ago. We decided to go down the four G route, 
now I think we're probably too far down that road now to go back. Mm. So, um, so yeah, um, like I say, definitely improves crowds. Would definitely improve our European performances. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. So, yeah. yeah. I think if you speak to clubs as well, I think the, uh, you know, the Boxing Day games, that sort of thing, are such big money spinners for clubs that, um, you know. Not if you speak to Sanid Lois, though, mate. Of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> they don't seem to be happy about much. Most of the time, though, yeah, um, they, they don't sell. Uh, they don't celebrate Christmas in Paris anyway, so it's kind of. Uh, <laughs> they don't celebrate anything in Paris, <laughs> yeah. um, even in listeners in Paris. Um, right. Yeah. Um, shout, shout out to all the all the uh, Jehovah's Witnesses living in Paris. The <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Welsh Dragon has asked um, two questions that we sort of touched on already, but um, we will sort of answer them. He did say, "Do you think the gap will be closer this year between first and second, or similar again?" Um, Gwilym, do you see it sort of shortening a little bit? Yeah, well, I think if you go on my predictions without a top of Albert yeah, yeah. Um, when, yeah, when, one of the dramatic twists at the end of the season is that uh, Albert is six points behind after have, having been spanked by TNS twice. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they get those, do they get those six points back then? Is that what happens? <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think it's, it's Penabont, Penabont have, have taken four off. Right, okay, PNS and then lost them. So uh, <laughs> which is how we actually win the league. But, uh, <laughs> but oh. I, I, don't, I don't know if I've thought about it too much. Yeah, that that sounds like a hell of a daydream. I've had a busy uh, day in work, well, or <laughs> <laughs> no comments. My, my boss might be listening. Then. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kaus, um, do you, do you think it the gap will be um be as wide as it was this year between first and second? No, no, I don't, mate. I, I, but I, I don't. At the same time, I don't really see a, um, you know, a, a title challenge from mm. Ben and Bonds, even though I've tipped him for second. Unfortunately, um, yeah, they'll narrow the gap. I think, um, you know, I think TNS will lose it. Maybe lose a few games this year, but, um, but no, I, I think, uh, I think they'll run away with it. Unfortunately, um, and that's, you know, that's just the reality of it at this moment in time. It's very depressing. Um, you know, but um, until we get another uh, jock, Andy Morrison-style character in mm. the league uh, taking taking charge of someone, that's that's nothing against the the managers in the league. There's some excellent excellent managers, but um, but yeah, Jock was a one-off, wasn't he? And uh, what he achieved there was was absolutely incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, his other half of his question was: um, he says we haven't seen the team in last place get over 20 points and be competitive for a good few years. Do you see that change in this season? Um, so just for, um, just a clarification, Flint had 35 last year, Aberystwyth had 38 and Carnarvon had 39 um, in 9th, 10th and 11th. Obviously, Airbus finished minus four. Um, you know, look, looking back in previous league tables, um, a lot of teams have gone down, um, you know, on a technicality for various you know, admin issues. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen this year. I can't see it happening to any particular team. Um, there's no sort yeah. of crisis clubs, you know, heading into the season. I think there's a good chance that, you know, we see it being a competitive bottom three. We're all, yeah. you know, or bottom two, you know, and, and the rest of the, um, you know, the, the, the teams fighting against relegation um, and, you know, all getting a respectable total. Do you think that's going to be the case, Kaus? Yeah, hundred percent. No, no one's going down on minus four, certainly. Mm. Uh, but you know, no one. I, I, I yeah. I, like I say, uh, apologise again to Gwill. Uh, you know, <laughs> I like Gwill a lot, but uh, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I've got to be honest about my predictions. But um, 
I, I think I'd, I'd better get, you know, 25 points. Yeah, easily, easily. I, I think, um, you know, everyone's going to be competitive. But that's that's the thing, you see. I mean, you know, I, we talk about bottom three and that's that's how I see it going. I think you do as well, right? Mm. Um, they're the bottom three I see. It could be any two out of those three as far as I'm concerned. I could be well wrong and there could be someone from outside those three who, who go down. But that's how I see it going. Um, but I think all three of those will be competitive. And I think... I think actually that is going to be the most exciting aspect of the league this season is yeah. uh, is that battle there to be honest because I think the quality even though it be it be you know teams potentially going down I think the quality is going to be much higher than in previous seasons yeah absolutely um Gwilym, it's not really worth asking you seeing as you've got TNS relegated on um, yeah. minus <laughs> yeah, 40 or whatever they're going to be uh, on minus it. minus 108 I worked out <laughs> 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 oh, so, they, so they lose all their points and and all of their points again. Yeah, that's it. Right. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Unfulfilled oh, pictures. Like. You know. Rep- you know. Re- repeat. <laughs> repeat infringements <laughs> of unfulfilled pictures. <laughs> there we are. Good stuff. Um. Right. And to finish off, of course, um, we can't um do a pod without asking um a question from your friend of mine, Boosh, um, <laughs> who is very excited for a Colwyn Bay um season in the in the Cumbria Prem. Before we get into this question, he has sent me his um his predictions, which has Newtown bottom. So I don't know what um what he's growing and smoking on his allotment, but that does feel like a bit of a <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that that seems a little bit out there, but uh, the rest of his league table seems fairly um sensible. Um, I think he's, I he's, think he's been, uh, I think he's been smoking gelignite to be honest. But yeah, fair play. Right, his um, brain, yeah, his, his brain's blown out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, his question doesn't doesn't really uh, help his his cause. Um, right, <clears throat> I'm in love with a German film star I once saw in a bar, sitting in a corner in imperfect clothes, trying not to pose. Sang '80s band The Passion in a Bauhaus style. Football's back, and Scoria were at a bay for the cup. I may be on the telly. So what film and programme, or programme even, would you like to star in? Um, Quillem, I'll turn this on you first. Um, I actually had a discussion the other night um, about uh, if, you know, if you had to be on one reality TV show, what would you like to be on? Um, have, you, have you got any thoughts and feelings on a yeah, film or programme you'd like to be in? I've, I've long held a dream of playing the same bad boy character on Publicum and Neighbours, kind of what? like a crossover. So like in the same sort of cinematic universe or whatever they you yes know, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. you know okay. I, I get shipped off to Australia and then you know and then I walk walk on set on on uh, on Ramsey Street to turn my life around yeah I like that that's nice that's a nice little um nice little dream to have and yeah, achievement I'll, I'll let Twitter decide my backstory really but um yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to include Cumberry and Ramsey Street <laughs> oh and Mike Harris somewhere along the line <laughs> uh, maybe that's why you know you've been shipped off for I don't know uh, slander. Against Mike Harris, um, <laughs> yeah, I've, was... dropped, I've, I've dropped a black flag over his house. And then... <laughs> Just stop, Harris. Um, Kaus, uh, what about you? What would you like to be? Uh, what's starring or feature on? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a massive, uh, massive fan of the uh, the Office. Uh, the American Office as well. I've, I've just finished watching that. I'd love, love to be on that. But if you talk about reality, um. Yeah, I, I like that S4C uh, Amdro 
don't know if you had any you boys lost it. Thing is, though, Cal, lad... you say that you could easily be on that. Yeah, I've I've yeah. I've, I've, I've had casting requests for that before, Cal. So yeah, there'll be an email coming your way soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why not? I'm going to go on Amdro. I, I, I remember there was a lad from Bangor, proper fucking Mice G lad, like, you know, he's, uh, and he, he pissed everyone off and he, he took he took the he took the prize pot as well. He, he wound everyone up. So, yeah, fair play. That was that was quite good, that. Where, where would you but, take them um, on a walk, House? What would be your walk of choice? Oh, fucking hell. I don't know. The, the proposed new nuclear site at Wilver B. Maybe <laughs> some of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, right. Uh, I, I said the other night, Big Brother, I'd love to have done Big Brother. That would have been mental. What a mental thing. I probably would have lost my mind as well because I'm not very good at sort of doing nothing in the same place every day. Um, Did you have a favourite Big Brother? Um, I think the, the classic is the one with um, Glyn and Imogen on, the Wel- the two Welsh. And was that the one with Pete, the, the Tourette's bloke, that won it? I think it was the same year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Nicky, I don't know if I'm blurring a few into one, but there was a bit of a period when there where it was uh, elite TV and, and did drop off. Although it is coming back, so um, so yeah, uh, who knows if it'll be any. Yeah, what's his, what's his name? Glenn, Glenn, no, Glenn, no. Oh yeah, he's like a massive so Tory he's now. He's a gammon now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah massive yeah. Tory. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's yeah. he's like the uh, the Welsh. The, Blaine Fistinyog's answer to Darren Grimes, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Imogen ended up shagging Ryan Giggs as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, mad, really. You can't see this on the pod, but um, Ryan was looking forlornly into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, the Cymru Premier starts this weekend. Um, so please get involved uh, with your predictions um, on Twitter. Um, and just, you know, get out and watch a game, but not necessarily in the Cymru Premier, uh, you know, but in the Cymru North and the Cymru South as well. Um, and right across the pyramid, um, Welsh football is a wonderful thing. And uh, you never know, you know, you could be watching your team playing in Europe um, in a couple of years. Um, Gwilym will be watching Arbor in the Champions League final um, 2025. Um, so, yeah, it you know, it's all good to, you know, have a dream um, and get behind our, our National League, you know, regardless of... Um, whether TNS will win it or not, it's our national league, and we should be proud of it, and we should enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, get behind it. Um, I'm conscious we haven't actually talked much about the Cymru North or Cymru South, um, but time restrictions this week. Um, we'll 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 have a chat about it next week, and and who um, you know, who started well as well, and uh, and all that sort of thing. Um, Gwilym, thank you for coming on. Uh, have you got any closing statements? Um, before uh, yeah, we just I'm going to do a shout out to um, yeah, so the, yeah the. Football Museum up in Wrexham. I've just released a video about Aber Women's, just like a documentary, which you know, everyone knows how passionate I'm about them. So yeah, just uh, just head to the either the Aber Women's or the Footy Museum's socials and go go watch it. Really, yeah, great. And uh, the um, the Adran starting in about a month's time, so we'll have you back on um, to give us a little bit of a preview for that. Um, Kaus, uh, any closing statements from you? No, just um, you know, don't. Don't be abusive to us when our, our predictions undoubtedly go wrong halfway mm. through the season. Um, you know, especially Gwills. I mean, Christ. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the pod now, so I can't, uh, I, yeah. I can't abuse Ryan anymore. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, you are one of us. <laughs> I, I think... I think I think Gwill and uh, Gwill and Boosh share the same allotment and they're smoking the same stuff <laughs> on the same allotment. I think, but, uh, but no, it's, it's, yeah, I, it's, no, Boosh my biggest customer. <laughs> <laughs> But no, absolute pleasure to have Gwil on, and um, and yeah, you know, I uh, 
I'm I'm looking forward to the Cymru Prem this year. I think um, that you know Colwyn Bay and Barry getting back up there that's that's piqued my interest a little bit this year. Um, so so yeah, I'm really looking forward to Sunday. What going to watch um, Colwyn Bay against Carnarvon segregated as well, which I think would be fantastic. Actually, yeah. by the way, it's not very often you see segregation, so the atmosphere is going to be absolutely superb. I'm sure. And um, and yeah, if anyone in the north is around, um, I'll see you there. Yeah, looking forward to hearing all about it from you next week, Kaus. Um, and yeah, that is it from us. Um, issue eleven. The um, uh, by the time you're listening, the pre-order will be available. So please get on board with that if uh, if you aren't already subscribing. Um, like I say, every week it is the best way to support the podcast and to close us out tonight. Uh, I'm picking the track of Tan by uh, Gucci, spelt G-W-C-C-I, which is a really interesting track recommended to me by my friend and uh, listener of the podcast, Matthew Davis. Um, I think it samples an old folk track about burning down holiday homes. Um, so it might um, <laughs> it might uh, pique some listeners' interests. Um, so yeah, that will play us out. Thanks again for listening. Um, looking forward to enjoying the Cymru premiere as it returns. And we'll be back next week to discuss um, everything going on in Welsh football um, as the season gets underway, uh, which is lovely. Uh, all the best. Goodbye. <laughs>